Hello, and welcome to the Beerly Week Year. I mean, oh, the, the weekly year beer, the Beerly Yearly, yearly beer cap. cap. The Beer Cap Year Week. Weekly Weir View. <laughs> the Cap View Year Beer. Please don't adjust your <laughs> dial. We are not... We're not having a stroke. <laughs> a stroke. We're not having one collective stroke between the three of us. <laughs> All right. So welcome to the yearly recap. This is where we're going to go through everything that was awesome about last year, which is about three things, and so this everything that's a sucked. And a half long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, uh, so we're about halfway short. through this episode, so I really want to yeah. get into this uh, quickly because we're going to have about 60 more seconds of entertainment for you today. Just kidding. Let's rehash all of the content that we that we <laughs> regurgitated throughout this year. All right, minus all the clips like we did for the 100th episode because we're not going back and listening to all the episodes from 2020 because we don't want to be depressed. So, let us uh let us start off uh anybody drinking anything out there? Um no. I'm not no. Okay. Alex, tell us why. Well, again, this year I feel like I need to go back and 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 revisit the old um, the old New Year's podcast to see if this is the case for every every everyone we've done thus far. <laughs> um, I got really drunk on New Year's Eve and took a couple days to recover, and I'm still sort of on the upswing here. So I'm, <laughs> I'm never drinking few, again. <laughs> I'm taking a few days off. Um, I I would I would like to do a month just to get my my body back back into shape a little bit you know but we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, you look good, Alex. Um, there's nothing like really. Thank you. Coconut. I mean, there's like there's nothing really preventing me from doing that. Like, we can't go out. Like, restaurants are opening back up, but I'm not like going out. And there's also like nothing going on, so it shouldn't be too difficult. But I'm not going to hold myself to that, as Jake said. He said maybe just cut back a little bit. <laughs> and I actually, you know, looking, everything I in moderation was, is fine. I actually was looking through. I was looking through old messages between me and Jake um, from last New Year's Eve uh, because I was looking for our Hulu, our our Hulu password on the account that we all share. Um, <laughs> Wait, no, no, people don't do that. Everybody has their own Hulu. You're right. Um, <laughs> and he was like. He was like, yeah, are you going to take like three to four weeks off uh, of drinking? And I just remember that didn't happen. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he lasted like two weeks last time, though. Like, that was pretty good. I did. Well, well, last, not this past Christmas, Thanksgiving, but the, the one before that, I went like a good two and a half weeks. Um, and I, I waited until the day before Thanksgiving, which was which worked. So I know I'm capable of doing it. I just, you know, I can't really keep up this streak of like, how much I've been drinking during COVID and it's just not healthy. And I know like a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that are struggling with this too. So, um, just remember to treat your body like a temple. I am, uh, also, um, trying to get to the doctor at some point soon. So, so Alex's new year's resolution is to be more himself respectful to my body. I believe, I think that's probably a good one. That's, that's a, a good, good way to say it. Yeah. Episode. All right, Jake. Just do you have any to, resolutions? Just try to respect myself a little bit more. That's good. That's yeah, a my, good... Uh, actually, on the on the real front, when it comes to resolutions, um, waste less. Um, I feel like I caught myself a couple of times this year throwing some food away that I probably shouldn't have because I forgot about it or just didn't use it in time, like fresh 
fruits and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm trying my best to, to move in a direction where I just go shopping more frequently, even though it's, it's not, you know, great right now because you have to go out and be around people to, to go shopping and everything, obviously. But sure. Um, that, that is probably my main one is to waste a little bit less. Um, I'm moving forward. This is my third year now of, uh, trying to finish 12 books in a year. Um, I, I really thought that I was going to go through like 30 books last year. I was, at, I was at a blazing pace around, I want to say like May or June. I was probably already through like eight or 10 books and really fell off once, once like sports came back and, you know, we could go outside again and do things. So 12 books is, I finished one. I'm going to count that as this year. I started it last year, started on like the, the 20. 6th of december and i finished it on the second which would have been yesterday correct yeah um so that's that's my, to my see big as thing well. um, as far as you know everything else another a resolution that I, I didn't really get to do last year um see my family is a resolution that would be uh, incredible to achieve for next year yeah no i i agree i think uh I think those are both very good choices. Um, and then the reading one, I think, is just a carryover. We right? hope to so, see you as well. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, it, it's not so much a, a, you know, a resolution as it is kind of just like part of what I do now. And, and you know, in yeah. trying to, I guess, cut down on my screen time as well. You know, if you want to lump it into that kind of resolution. That's a, it's a good way to stay off your phone, honestly. I, um, so I picked up a book uh, that, so I don't know if you know this about me, but one of my favorite books of the past five years or so, I don't know when it came out, but I read it last year, was, uh, or no, yeah, last year, um, was Ready Player One, and the second mm-hmm. one just came out, and Sarah got it for me for like a Christmas gift type thing. Uh, it showed up on New Year's Eve, and I cracked it open last night, and I powered through like 25 pages, which is a feat for me, so just leave me be. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on that train. I want to read more this year. Uh, that's one of my resolutions. One of my other ones is to, uh, make sure that I can gear myself towards supporting local no matter what. So one of the things that I did today was I booked an appointment with a local barber shop instead of going to my normal great clips and spending $15 on a haircut. I'm going to go and clips, get my beard parts. trimmed up. You're going to look much better. Yeah. I'm going to great clips. Oh, fast cars. You're gonna love. You're gonna love the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Men's Nick, warehouse where did, up in this. Where place. did you book, Nick? Where did you book? Let's talk about it. Let's discuss. Uh, so I found this place through a local home brewer on mm. one of the beer groups that I'm a part of on Facebook. It's called Dark Root, and they Dark are mm. they are based in the Allentown section of Pittsburgh, not Allentown, PA. Uh, so very close to the original Black Forge coffee shop. Okay. Um, so I want, I, I'm going to wrap this all into local and supporting local and everything, but they did a beer for this barbershop. And so I was like, Oh cool. I'll check it out. And then, you know, most of the haircuts were stuff similar to what I usually wear. So I was like, okay, cool. So I decided to finally book a, an appointment because I'm looking shaggy right now. And so I'm going on Friday to get my haircut, but the, uh, to tie this all in together, I did want to mention uh, Black Forge right now is doing the uh, Save Our Stages charity because they are a local venue. 
And mm-hmm. so they have a, uh, a special roast coffee that they're doing 20% donations for every bag purchased uh, to the Save Our Stages um, charity, right? And what's cool about that is you can pick which venue you want to donate to. Like when you order, there's a code for each venue that you can support. And this is like, it's not just local. Like you can do nationwide. Like they are they are supporting this charity across the U.S., right? So if you're local to somewhere else, you can go and order the coffee online, have it shipped to you, and they're going to give 20% of your purchase to whatever venue you decide to pick. I purchased some to support Black Forge specifically because they actually do have a venue in McKee's Rocks in their second location. But their their coffee is phenomenal. They they ship anywhere. Um, the shipping obviously is going to be a little bit more expensive the further out that you get. But it's one of those things that's a very cool like support local place, and they are very close to Dark Root where I'm going on Friday to get my haircut. So very cool, very cool. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, I've been I've been on the the local um, barbershop train for a while now. Yeah, and I know um, one and it's the, like it's good to just because you know the money's going right to someone who's in the area, and it's you know you're just it's supporting a local business, and honestly, great clips and sports clips and whatever the fuck else clips like they just don't do good haircuts. Uh, so I will say that I've never had a bad experience with going to those places. Right the the. I'm blanking on the term right now. The haircutting specialists at those places are fine. They are obviously local Stylist? people. Stylists. Stylist. Yeah, the stylists at those places are fine. They are they are local people. You're you're paying them directly. I mean, I understand it's not that they're rent, renting the chair or anything like that. But yeah. it's again, you're still not necessarily like you're still feeding into the machine because they get paid an hourly rate. And you're you're sending your money to Great Clips, which is you know a big nationwide business. Where Correct. I feel like I could be doing more in my personal life, other than just shopping local for craft beer, which is easy. There's there's other things that I need to push myself to support local, like farmers markets. Like oh my god, you know that Nick, kind of like Nick. When l- l- girl, come with me. There are so <laughs> many in the city. It's amazing. I'm ready. There's one I'm, in East Liberty. There's one in Squirrel I'm Hill. Ready. They're amazing. Sarah will love it. There's yeah. a huge selection. There's a guy that gives you just free lamb meat off what? the spit. What? There's a gyro stand, and what? I, every time I walk by this guy, he gives me about half a pound of lamb meat. He's How like, "How am I just you finding out about this?" And I'm like, "No thanks." And he's like, "No, take a sample." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> How am I just finding out it's about amazing. free meat? I need it, more no, free meat in it's, my it's, life, and it's amazing. Like it's oh, it's like not even it's not just God. like shitty. Like it's it's great. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, I implore everyone to explore their local farmers markets because that's where you're gonna get the freshest stuff. That's where you're actually supporting. You're putting money in someone's pocket. Um, I'm, I know you guys talked about this like a few weeks ago, like the whole supporting local. Yeah, we got stuff. we got really into it. Um, what was that? That was like two weeks before Christmas or something like that. And it really needs to to ring true throughout the year. You don't need to just support them whenever it's cold and they're not open for outdoor eating and blah blah blah. Like, no, this is something that absolutely needs to change. The rich are just getting richer, and they're not putting any money back into the economy. So fuck the we rich. We don't need to give Jeff Bezos any more of our money. That's I know that for damn sure. Yeah, eat the rich. Let's let's support local. Eat, right? Hashtag eat the rich. Yeah, spread it on. Spread it along. No, I, I fully agree with that. Um, but I actually just bought. Um, I, I was thinking about how how you've been on this like local train, and I 
you we talked about candles at some point during this like holiday season or something, uh, or maybe even before that when we were talking about gifts or whatever. Yeah. And I was at a little like local sort of like gift store downtown and I bought like a small candle from I I honestly I can't remember the name of the candle company, but it was like a local um like they're all poured locally and stuff like that. And it was you know, it's like they're expensive. They're not, you know, it's a little bit more expensive than you'd be spending from like Bath and Body Works, but you just you feel a little bit better about it and you know that like someone's putting their whole like life and creativity into it. So it's like, it just, it feels good. That's why I like to buy stuff from like Etsy and shit like that. Yeah. Um, even if it's not local, it's still like a small business, you know? So I think that's a, I think that's a really great resolution, Nick. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's All right. Like so continuation from, from what we've really been imploring people to do for the majority of this year, which, uh, as you were about to get into Nick, we can jump into now, which is the actual, uh, year in review portion. Let's talk beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to start by cracking this uh, beer that I have sitting here. Um, so I have the absolute pleasure of being able to get four points beer regularly. And this is the Chow 2020. Uh, this is their double IPA sending off what is probably one of the worst years in recent memory for everyone. Um, yeah. I will say... I don't want to be completely negative all the time on this episode, but there are points where we're going to have to talk about some shitty How shit. Shitty everything is. Yeah. So let's start off. Uh, first off, I'm going to try this because this looks super good. Nick, um, that's not, don't lie. That's orange juice. It, you literally just poured. That. I really you just pour, poured you orange poured juice. A Turner's you poured a Turner's <laughs> from concentrate. <laughs> In a can, yeah. glass of glass of OJ. It is don't super dark. Like, me. don't don't you try to pull the the wool over my eyes, you dumb bitch. All right, so yeah, this is straight up orange juice. Uh, no, it's it's very juicy. It's I mean, it's a typical four points uh, offering though. It's very good. Um, this is brewed. Uh, it doesn't really say what it's brewed with, but it is an eight and a half percent double IPA. So I'm very pleased to be drinking it. Um, let's get into our year in review. Okay. So the podcast itself, I think we had a good year. Oh, I think we had a wonderful year. There were, I think we really did. There were some real high points. I think that there's yeah. a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff that we did this year that may not have been possible or may not have been as beneficial as years past. Let's say, I, I don't mean that as like a negative thing. What I mean is we got some opportunities this year to really expand what the podcast is to us or, and, and really like actually like figure out how to do some stuff. Right. So we, we made, we moved to the, the mobile kind of you guys record on your own. I put it all together type of thing, but it also right. extended us to having guests on that maybe didn't need to come to my dirty, dingy basement and hang out with me. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, first off, I want to say one of the high points of the year for me, and I'm sure for, for most everybody who listens to this podcast or who is part of this podcast was the dancing gnome episode with Katie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a blast. I, we had a great time with her, um, really insightful stuff she was incredibly fun to have as a guest. And yes. Um, just a really chill, cool chick. 
and vibes. Vibe. We did vibe. We did vibe. And her dog was super cute and was like one of the most well-behaved dogs I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. So we we uh, uh, we really want to give a shout out to that episode. Uh, so I, I forget what episode yes, that thank was. Thank you to all the people at Dancing Gnome that let us that let us come record. I want to uh, say that was episode like one twelve, maybe. Um, um, I can check. I'll pull it up. But the uh, yeah, that was that was one of the highlights of the year for me was being able to sit in one of my favorite breweries of all time and talk with someone who. One twenty was immersed in it. You were daily. close, though. Yeah, the Dancing Gnome podcast was definitely a, a high point for me. Um, do you guys yeah. have any high points from the podcast perspective? Did my high cover? point, my high point, hands down, bar none, was none other than Marino's American Eatery. Yes, can we talk about it? Oh about yes, it. I, I think I was hungover that day, and I was like, I am not driving to fucking Greensburg. I have to work tomorrow. Blah blah blah. Drove there. Lovely time. We had the best time. I, I had so much fun. Josh kept feeding us beers and food and literally was the most gracious host. Honestly, like there was let let's support them in yeah, 2021. Let's, seriously. Let's do that. Did you let's see talk about that? I don't I know if you it, follow him. That conversation. I don't know if no, you I follow don't. him on social media at all. But Marino's has a outdoor dining tent right now that has like space heaters all over the place. Like those, you know, the, the cigarette smoker Uh, oasis things. Like honestly, the whole companies that make those are, are taking those checks to the motherfucking bank. Yes, they are. Absolutely. They are. But the propane, we're going to be out of propane. We are literally going to be out of propane (laughs) in like three months. Yes. There's going to be no more propane. They were out of propane when this all started. I couldn't find it anywhere. So yeah, the so Marinos has this tent that's heated outside, which again is the epitome of why the fuck are we doing this? But at the same time, like it's so inventive and so like they need to keep their business afloat somehow, right? So they're they're doing the damn thing. They're putting the work in. They're renting these tents. They're finding these space heaters. They're buying up shit that they're never going to use again once this is quote unquote over, and. Josh is just a genuine dude, and like that, the whole staff there is so incredibly. Oh, what do I want to say? They're 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 very accommodating, um, accommodating, but also they know their shit inside and out. Like you, you want a beer recommendation? You talk to a bartender there; they're going to tell you, you know what, this is what you'll like based on what you told me. And when you drink that beer, you're going to be like, oh shit, I just found my new favorite. Like that's that's how these guys operate, and it's fucking. Fin- phenomenal I've, I've never been to a place quite like it and the food i just i i, I will never forget that buffalo sauce Dude, as long as i live they, like they just put so much care and love into making every dish and that's what really comes through and it's it's hard to say because honestly like i don't really get that ever you know what i mean like you get like you get like good food and you get like oh this is probably some of the best, uh, you know, falafel or whatever, like the weird stuff that you've never had before. And you're trying it for the first time or the, the stuff that you have all the time. That's just blown out over the top, you know, like the chicken wings, chicken wings are a basic function of most businesses, right? You can make a chicken wing blindfolded in a kitchen you've never been in. And it's like Marino's took it and went, no, fuck you. This, you don't even know what chicken wings are. And they brought these chicken wings up to a whole nother level. Like, it's crazy. 
Amen. Speak on it. I'm just Speak on it, sis. like that episode. I totally forgot about it because this this year was 20 years long. Like it's insane. I I I'm still I can't I still can't get over the fact that we literally did that twin podcast this year because I'm not I'm not joking. I literally thought that was like 20. I thought that was like 2019. Yeah. Yes. 2020 has been the longest five years of my life. <laughs> oh my god. And, oh my god. Uh, to to jump. Say, in, let's uh, talk about and, let's talk about you. Yeah. Let's talk about your experiences of course um my so my favorite uh for the year has to be the twin episode um yeah it was so good we we had a we had a good time we had a good time on that one we have these types of conversations pretty regularly just on facetime when we're you know sipping beers on a friday or saturday night especially now that we're as far as we could possibly be from each other yeah uh from a uh a living standpoint. Um, yeah. That was my favorite. Um, you know, I, I took off my usual hiatus in the middle of the year there for a couple of months, which I believe that I did last year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having lived in Oregon, which was good. I think I, I had an opportunity to get out and, and see a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I've been sort of combing through some of my untapped posts this year. I, I, I think I only checked in about 10 beers for the entire year. 10 or 12 beers. Um, but it was a good, it was a good, uh, you know, recall of some of the places that I've been, um, having lived again this year in, no, actually this is the first year since I moved to Boston that I've lived in two places in the same year. Um, started the year in Bend, Oregon, uh, traveled a little bit when I, you know, in the beginning of this, this year when, when we weren't required to sit inside for nine straight months, and was able to, you know, like I said, get out and see some things. Uh, most of my travel was done last year. I'm sure that if you go back to, to the yearly, yearly recap for last year, you'll hear my thoughts on a lot of different uh, places that I got to travel. Um, primarily this year, it was, it was spending time in Bend and then obviously moving my entire life to California. Uh, which I was super thrilled about because uh, there's a lot of great things to do here, places to see. And I I was hoping to actually be able to travel for work this year as well outside of California to back to the East coast a little bit and, uh, and down South, but that didn't really work out so well. Um, The only real big trip that I did, um, I did go to Los Angeles for a week, which was primarily a work trip and I didn't really get to go out and see any breweries, which I would like to, but I did go to Denver, Denver. That was probably my, my, uh, beer highlight for the year was traveling to Denver. I went there, um, in the middle of February, really right before I moved down to California. And of all the highlights for me, when it comes to beer for the year, it was definitely going to a little place that I like to call our mutual friend, Mm. or omf um mm. every time i wear that omf hat everybody asks me what it stands for i've heard just about every guest you can think of one of my followers um oh my fuck was one of the ones that i heard at one point <laughs> uh which obviously that's not what it would stand for but you know someone was trying to be funny um of the, like I said, of the beers that I had, of the, the, the new breweries that I tried out this year, I think that that was probably my favorite. Um, that was at the tail end of a very long day of drinking, which, which uh, moved into a very 
long night of drinking, which concluded with me being maybe the most hungover that I was, certainly for this year, but perhaps for the last several years. Um, and then, because I was still hungover when I got on my flight to go back to Bend at about 6.30 p.m. Denver time, following the day of drinking uh, pretty much everything that I could get my hands on. Um, our mutual friend, they had some good beers. Nothing is really coming to mind. I'm not sure that I checked anything in. Um, if, I, if I went back through their beer list, I'm sure that I could find a couple of things that I'd had there. But it, it reminded me most mostly of uh of like the the dgs of the world the the like big heavy hitters um you know i i'm obviously a great notion stan through and through so that was probably the the closest that i had to great notion i actually did get to great notion this year as well um i went on super bowl weekend to portland with one of my friends which was one of the other final trips that i was able to make before everything got shut down so I got there, I had their other half collab, which was a Pilsner, I believe, which is an interesting beer to do a, a collab for, because there's not really a ton of stuff that you could do for a Pilsner. That's probably my biggest gripe with the beer that I had this year was like, when I heard Great Notion slash other half, I was like, this might be the greatest beer that I ever have in my life. And I... The most ambitious crossover event in history? And because it was a Pilsner. It didn't really live up to the hype that I was kind of expecting it to, but I would imagine that those guys are probably going to get together again. And, and that's, that's on my list. Uh, so, you know, Pilsner, next- I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, well done. You know, for me, it, it wasn't, you know, obviously with, with everything having gone on, I mean, we, we've talked about it at length pretty much every week about how different things have been this year for just about everybody, uh, myself included as, as different as things have been, they've been, uh, you know, for me even more so because I, you know, I moved cities in the middle of like right before a pandemic hit. Um, you know, I wasn't, I haven't really been able to, to experience the places that I'd like to within California as much. Um, and that's sort of really what I'm looking forward to moving uh, moving on into to 2021 here, but yeah, as far as uh, as far as the podcast goes, you know, I'm sure that I'll take another break next year. Uh, hopefully, when things are starting to open back up, when I get to maybe travel a little bit and and check out some new cool places to add some interesting content for. Yeah, Jake, maybe we can finally do our Chicago trip this year. Who knows? I'm not gonna hold my breath. I'm not gonna schedule anything. Either. But I heard that I heard that experts are saying it probably won't get. It probably won't get back to normal, normal until like 2024. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, so we'll take whatever wins we can get, I suppose. So I want to um, talk a little bit about, so I, I just looked up my first beer of 2020 and I know you guys, I mean, I, I just scrolled back in my photos to find the, the first photo of 2020 yeah, you're really good about doing that. I'm, I literally can't find a single fucking beer picture I took this year. Well, maybe there's one. I'm sure you can find one. But I took a picture at 11.59 on December 31st of 2019. And the picture was Energy by The Veil. And Do you remember that? I do, but also I was probably pretty hammered at that point. So I don't really remember the taste of it, let's say, but I remember drinking it. And it was one of those things. Cause like, uh, 
so my buddy Bill has uh, typically gotten the the brewery um, cellar uh, collection, whatever they call it. It's uh, basically he can get all the rare bottles from the brewery every year. And so he goes down to D.C. to pick it up. And I think that he went to the Vale at some point on his trips to D.C. to get this beer or whatever happened. But at the end, uh, like what I'm what I'm trying to say is the first beer of 2020 was energy and I was pumped up about it. And I did, I checked my untapped check in and all it said was happy 2020. So I didn't even give myself any clues to if I liked the beer or not, but I rated it a four, which for me is probably low because everything's a four and a half or up. But the feeling here is that my first beer of 2021 (laughs) was hot garbage by voodoo. (laughs) So it was, uh, so the, the mindset of new year from a year ago, right? The new year celebrations, the, the, the ideas of what we're going, what was going on at the time are completely 180 from each other, right? You're talking energy was like, yeah, we're going to, we're getting into a new year. We're going to do new, exciting things. This is going to be fucking awesome. And then 2020 hit, right? And it didn't hit right away. It eased into it, but then it hit all at once and forever, apparently. But coming into 2021, my first beer of the year was hot garbage with the uh, tarred and feathered wax. And very, very um, apropos. Yeah, very apropos. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, But I will say that. Hot Garbage by Voodoo is one of those series of beers. They did three variations, all released at once. And it was one of the last BRC beers that you could go to the brewery and buy in 2019. I want to say they had maybe one or two after that in 2019, but it was October 25th is when it was released. And so being able to drink that to refresh for this year, to to be pumped up about something was good, honestly. Like I, I just was so frustrated with the last couple of months and the lockdowns and the you can't go out on uh, you know Thanksgiving Eve and get drunk with your friends and blah 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 you know like all the shit that happened, but being able to sit there at midnight and sip a beer that was by far one of the better beers that I've had in recent memory really kind of put everything in perspective as far as the content and and what we're able to get in Pittsburgh. So what I want to transition to is what your favorite beers of 2020 were. So if you guys have any insight into that, if you know what you're thinking for that, let's talk about the, the singular let's, beer that makes 2020 bearable or mm. the, the best memory that you have tied to a beer in 2020, something like that. Let's, let's go that route with it. Okay. Okay. I, I have one. Okay. If, if, if you don't mind, yeah, may I no, speak on it? By all means. May I speak on it. Kick it off, bro. So, okay, so I will say, so I made a really good friend this year. Um, her name is Kate. She was my roommate. She has since moved out, and everything's sad now. <laughs> um, not just because of that, because of everything else, too. But um, we went to um, Nick and Sarah's for uh, 4th of July, I think? Yes. Yeah. Um, we had a very small get-together. We brought... Or was that a different time we came over? There was one time me and her came over with like four or three 
four packs of um, General Braddock. That was the first canning. They, that was the the first day they canned it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I, okay. Yeah. It was the so, end of June. I want to say it honestly, wasn't Fourth of July. Both but. of those times. Both of those times spent on your on your back patio hanging out. Um, I think really really were great. Um, Nick's Nick's new puppy. Um, 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 Chewy. Sorry, I forgot her name for a second. <laughs> um, she is a little rascal, but we love her. Um, but yeah, we we put back like three four packs of. Uh, General Braddock's between the three of us, and then I think Sarah was doing s- some stuff as well. But then, like on Fourth of July, Sarah was making these like bomb ass margaritas, which were amazing. The food was amazing. We had some bomb ass sours from Aslan, and uh, who else was it? There was you had other half, oh, I think, um, that day. Yeah, what else did I bring? I'm trying to think what else I brought. Um, but we had was it from High Tower or what was? What's the other? Oh one? yeah, the High Tower stuff. Yeah, that was so. That's one of those new breweries of 2020 for me because we had never been there before and we love that place now. Like it's only an hour outside of Pittsburgh. It's in Rayland, Ohio, and it's well worth the trip. Now, I mean, be safe about it. Obviously take some beers to go have one while you're there and then, you know, make sure you hang out and get some food and then drive home. But yes, high, high tower is a high point of 2020 for sure. Nice. Yeah, nice I did that there. Um, I yeah. So so yeah, that definitely was a, um, definitely a high point for me. I will say um, I'm really happy th- uh, that Brew Gentleman started canning. Um, so you don't necessarily have to drive all the way to Braddock, even though I'm pretty. I'm like pretty close-ish to Braddock. It's probably like a 20 minute drive for me, so it's not too much of a hassle to get over to. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, I'm just like really excited for like open places to open, like, uh, for it to be warm and I can go back to brew gentlemen for open air, BG open air. Yes. <laughs> and which it's, we're still hating on, we're still hating on BG open air, but it's still a cool place. Um, so I, I'm excited to get back there. Let's clarify um, that because we're not hating on the place. We're hating on the name, the name, <laughs> because it the sounds like, it sounds like Coachella part two or it uh, does. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a, it sounds like it's sponsored by like absolute or something like during Coachella. It's like the absolute tent at Coachella is called open air. Yeah. It's called open air. Yeah. So, and I really just miss like, I, I also had a lot of fun I can't remember like specifically the kinds of beers. I want to say I had some four point stuff that my friend um, brought four points. Amazing. Also, I did visit them this year. Um, I went to go pick up my Papasan chair that you guys won't be able to see, but I'm just going to show Jake and Nick. I, I bought that guy and I was down, down sort of, sort of like halfway there. And I was like, let's just go. Like, let's like drive down there and let's see what's do up. it. Yeah. So I went down there, got like three, four packs, and I got some food there from the barbecue place, which was fire. So good. Um, and yeah, Four Points was definitely a high point for me this year. Um, but yeah, just like hanging outside with like some friends when it's like when you could be outside and like not have to worry about like coughing and your your particulates getting all over everyone. I just miss that and I'm excited for it to happen again. And Jake, I know you're excited for when that happens and lockdown isn't so severe four points more like high point 
Oh. Four points. I barely know her. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, Jake. Yeah, moving into into my, my uh, portion of this segment. I've had a lot of solo experiences this year uh, in beer because I've been pretty much on my own the entirety of the year. But again, I, I was able to, to get out and see some, some new places, try some new beers. For me, the two, I, I think, breweries that, that really stick out to me, um, again, our mutual friend, which I mentioned a bit earlier, I didn't spend enough time there nor really go through enough of their list, I think, to get a, a, like a great feel for, for what it is that they are and what they do. But even from the first couple of beers that I had, I could tell that it's a place that I want to go back to. Um, I have a bunch of friends there now, so um, it'll be it'll be pretty easy to get to Denver, and and I'm sure that I'll I'll try to make another trip there. Hopefully this year, if not um, over the next couple of years, as I as I continue my time on the West Coast. Um, as far as new places that I've gotten to in California, there's a place called the Rare Barrel. Oh hell in yeah, Oakland in Oakland, California, an all sour brewery, which I found off of a hop culture list of the best breweries in Oakland, California. Um, they're, they're good for, for their lists. They're like Buzzfeed, but they're actually good lists. Right. And it's not 17 times. Justin and Haley Bieber were actually goals. (laughs) So the rare barrel, I was able to get to, I was able to get to in, um, I believe in January. So I, I took a trip down here the bay area um at the beginning of the year i went at the at the very end of last year in december another trip at the the end of january to um to scope out some places to live basically knowing that i was moving here at the beginning of march um initially i was supposed to move here earlier so like right at the beginning of the year which which would have been nice to to get a feel for how things would have been before the pandemic um, I did move here like um, about two weeks before everything got completely shut down. Um, so the rare barrel, I, I've been a couple of times. I, I went, um, maybe, a, maybe a month ago. I, I think Alex called me while I was there. Um, it just, I got really bored one day. There's a, a great pizza place called Rotten City in Oakland, California. It's probably my favorite pizza place in the Bay area. Um, that I highly recommend. How does it stand up to how does it stand up to Bellas Arios? Or I mean, I uh, what was that Bells. what was that place that we went to and in the, Boston? Mm. Oh the uh Chico's? No, no, no it was um Grandes. Uh, it started with an A, I believe. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to look that up. I, yeah. I can't remember. The place the, that I used to I lived right across from in uh in Winter Hill. Yeah, I thought it was like uh. R.I.P. Winter Hill Brewing. They're not dead. I just miss them. <laughs> right. Yeah, there was some there were some great pizza places there, some great food, some great beer uh, in Boston. I really do hope in the next um, in the next uh, chapters of my life that I'm able to get back there and, and hopefully live there again and live there a little bit longer to, to even increase my my knowledge of the area a little bit more. I also just love it there. Like, like I don't know what it is about that city. It just feels like it's so much me, like a part of me is needs to be there and needs to see that city. Yeah. Um, I, I also I, made some of the best friends that I have there, even in the short period of time that I was there, which was a great, uh, great period. It was, it was a good way to kick off my career and, and, and uh, I will be forever, forever grateful to the people that allowed me to be successful and, and enjoy my time there as much as I did. Getting back into it, Rotten City, 
pizza oakland california look it up if you haven't i think it, it might technically be in berkeley they're they're adjacent um and it's it's if they are or if it is in berkeley it's just over the border but the rare barrel does all sours they have a ton of different options they don't do a lot i don't think that they can anything i think that they do crowlers and, and they do a ton of bottles and stuff so i haven't been back up there it's a little bit of a hike for me and i don't always feel like driving long distances because i have to drive up pretty far distance just to get to my office a lot of days when i'm when i'm working which i've been doing quite a bit even during the pandemic um from there i i was i was sort of scrolling through on taps um they they had a beer um you know me huge earl gray guy mm, yeah and they had a, a mm. gray and pomegranate beer called earl of earl of granite uh which uh had Hints of Earl Grey and and pomegranate, obviously delicious. Uh, the other one, though, that I, I believe if you if you go to my Untapped, I'm not sure if anybody who listens to this is uh, friends with me on Untapped. There's a beer called More Mango, which was straight up like you're biting into the freshest, juiciest mango you've ever had in your entire mango. life. Mango. Uh, I, I put in mango. my caption, in the running for best sour I've ever had, tastes like a brunch cocktail, because that's exactly what it tasted like. And I would drink that. If I could only drink that for brunch for the rest of my life, I would be sad because I love Bloody Marys, but I could do it. Oh, see, Bloody I'm, Marys see, are great. I'm not a... Oh, see, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm always a mimosa I'm always a mimosa guy over. That's why I love um, bottle service from uh, from Hitchhiker so much. I didn't have that variant they made, which I'm pretty bummed about. But oh, you didn't have cran bottle sure. service? Oh, no, so good. Sorry, Campbell I would have saved service. cran bottle service. Also, I was gonna say, why did they not call the rare barrel? Why didn't they just call it the rare roll? <laughs> Guys, like I don't All know right. why someone Let's... hasn't hired me to be their marketing um, executive. Yes. Uh, so my my last uh, of the options, I think for for favorite experience or, or best brewery that I had was a little place called Alvarado Street, which um, I think they've participated in quite a few of the hop culture festivals in the past. I think that's I think that's sort of how we, we came to know about these guys. Yeah. Uh, down in Monterey, they have. A wonderful selection. They make some of the best beer. When I go out and buy four packs, although the majority of them are pretty expensive, I think I, I, I'm not sure that I've ever paid less than $20 for a four pack at any of the bottle shops around here. But honestly, I think it's worth it. And it's not too out of pocket when it comes to uh, the price compared to some, some other beers. And I know what I'm getting every single time I have it. Um, my first beer of 2021 to sort of um, uh, join in what you were saying before Nick was a beer called easy Lux, which is a, a hazy double IPA from Alvarado street. Great way to kick off the year. I look forward to getting down there again when it warms up um, and hanging out in, in Monterey to, to get some of their stuff really good. Uh, they have some of the, the best can art I've seen around here as well. Um, another beer that I had there called Kuntosh, which is a, a type of Lamborghini. What did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> So that, that those are definitely my two my two favorites for the year. I would say uh, that I've that I've come across uh, having just moved to California. Excellent, Gorgeous. excellent. Cute. We like that, that so for great. you. Um, yeah, that we love that for Jake. We're glad <laughs> that you could find some good beer. But you said, I mean, let's let's get into it. This year wasn't all great. You 
You said there's like a lot of like not great beer in the Bay Area. Is that is that true? Can we speak on it? I'd have to say that's that's been the feeling so far and and sort of what I've what I've seen. There aren't a ton of breweries, and I think I've mentioned this to a few different people over the last couple of weeks, just because we've been doing a lot of FaceTimes with the holidays and everything, that there aren't a lot of breweries that do the the same type of like let's do a series where we make a double IPA base and then we do a bunch of crazy shit with it. And that's what we're releasing like every month. Quite a few of the brewers around here do like big shipping and have distribution. So they're making a lot of very consistent stuff and the same stuff over and over and over again. So their list doesn't really change that much. I've had a couple of decent and, and what I would say good are good beers in, in San Jose specifically, which is where I live. Um, but I haven't been absolutely blown away by anybody. Um, I had, you know, and I'm not going to name names for this one, but I did have arguably the worst beer I've ever had, um, from a place in San Jose. Again, not going to name names. I just, I won't be. I remember this. I remember this. And I said, I said it was because you were breaking quarantine to go out to get a beer and it was karma. This was right before (laughs) they had, they like re reinstituted the, the harsher restrictions yeah. And I was kind of just, you know, meandering around on like a Saturday. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll like pop into this place. I'd ne- I didn't know that it was there. And I like came upon it and I was like, oh, maybe this place is like pretty good. And I had like one of their, one of their pale ales and it was absolute dog shit. So sorry to say that, but, um, you know, I'll be out here for another year. I'm about to sign another year long lease. So at least until the end of that. I'll uh, I'll be in the area, and I think that that will give me an opportunity to hopefully find some stuff that is more than tolerable. Yeah, there I you hope go. That we can get out there. Hopefully, one of us, one of the two of us, can get out to see you at some point. This, yeah, I would. This year, I would really like to travel this year. I I don't think that it's really in the cards yet, but hopefully, it gets there. Um, I guess at this point, I'll take over with mine. Um. Just because there's one that sticks out to me and it's super banal, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, because the, uh, banal, is it, is it pronounced banal? Banal. Banal. I I know it's banal. Okay. I'm just, I'm kidding. It was a joke. Uh, so one of the things that I got to experience just as like a, a weird one-off was, when everything started to reopen after the lockdown, after the two weeks at home thing, right in March, was Fatheads. Okay, they opened up for indoor dining, and it was like one of the first like days that it was even an option. So Sarah and I were like, "Yeah, we need to get dinner. Let's go out to Fatheads because we love Fathead sandwiches. Their wings, like their their entire menu, is just phenomenal to me." And one of the best beers that I had this year was having a headhunter on draft with a big old fucking headwitch, you know? And so that was, that's, that's like my, my prime memory of 2020 was walking into Fatheads with the mask on, having them seat you at a table that had plexiglass on both sides, like the weirdest fucking experience of all time, right? Super. I did. Go on. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I did. I did have one restaurant that I went to that had all of the plexiglass up, and I was like, "This does kind of make me feel a little bit safer." 
Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. It makes me feel like I'm in a. It makes me feel like I'm in the penalty box. You know, right? <laughs> for all you sports fans out there, two minutes for roughing. <laughs> for roughing, roughing the passer. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so Sarah and I went to Fatheads for dinner the one night, and it was extremely like dystopian, right? Like it was just very off-putting and like just a weird experience. Our waitress was phenomenal. Waiter, I, I don't know. Is there a like I don't server? I, server. Our server was phenomenal. Very uh, attentive to us. We had a, there was a family that was seated at the table across from us, and they had like six adults and like seventeen children, and it was like the whole thing was just weird because it was like the first day that you could go out into the world and not be restricted to like, you can't go inside. Right. And so we, we kind of like really just took it for face value, but being able to sit there and the waitress or the server come over and say, Hey, what, what can I get you guys to drink? And I said, I want a headhunter. And you don't always feel a headhunter, but that day was just like the perfect, Yes, I want a beefy West Coast IPA. I want something to kick me in the teeth with bitterness that just rounds out with a nice hoppy finish. Everything about it was perfect because I had the the Southside Slope sandwich in front of me that has, you know, the stuffed peppers and the the pork and the uh the shaved beef and like everything was just it it all hit just so perfectly that I was just like this is what I needed. And so like coming back from that, like headhunter is a standard ass beer. You can buy it anywhere. It's easy to drink. It's not anything spectacular, but that was my beer of 2020. That was like the beer of 2020 for me. It was that I was able to get it in a glass poured from a tap at a restaurant with a giant ass sandwich that had the best chips that I've ever eaten because I had the ranch side that I don't even use, but it was there that I could use it if I wanted to. Like you could, that was you could, but you would be shitting. You would, you would exactly. Be shitting. Like that's the that's the problem. Lactose intolerance is a bitch, but it really is. That sucks. But the thing is. So that like that was probably the 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 most basic beer that I drank all year. I've had some really killer, really stellar, incredible rare releases and stuff that you're never going to be able to see again and and that kind of thing. But the Headhunter is what I remember the most. That's the that's the thing that really like draws in the the experience and all that. That was that was pretty poetic, Nick. I'm <laughs> I'm like you really pulling at the heartstrings. I'm sorry. It was just like no. It's like every. It's like every. You just realize like you telling that. Just you realize how much we took for granted. Oh my god! I know. Conti- like and people continue to take for granted. It really is infuriating because like, I really just want to go sit down at the bar and talk to the yeah. bartender about some. Stupid what, things and like, and and critique the beer. Do, all I want to do is be a dancing gnome when there's like six other people. It's like a Thursday night at like seven p.m. and nobody's it's in the place. Me. Yeah, no one's there. I'm just sitting on my phone. It's like just these simple life things that that can be taken away so easily uh, because of one global pandemic that was mis mishandled horribly. Right. Right. In the in the prime of our lives and in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 No, is, you're yeah, right. You're and, right. And, this is not, I was, 
This is not your speaking, younger years. This is where you're actually I out was there speaking experiencing to a friend. Things. Yeah, I was speaking to a friend and she she was saying, you know, like when this is like done, like we're going to be like 30, which is like a pretty crazy thought to have cuz like, you know, it's coming quick, but like we're and and not not saying 30 is bad, but like we it feels like I just got into like my 20s and like just got into a job that paid me as, as much as I needed you know it's like it, it's just it's wild i'm but, gonna say you know, I, there's a lot more people that there's uh, you know on the, on on the opposite side of the coin there's a lot of people that have been just like completely like neighborhoods that have been decimated by all of this and it's you know it's 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 you can't forget you can't forget those people right then all of this that's one of those things that like I, I i can say from experience that i've lived through like the the housing downturn in 2008 Right. When I was in like, I was in my mid twenties and like all this stuff happened with like, uh, creditors coming after you for, you know, $200 credit card bills and stuff like that, like crazy things. And nothing could have prepared me for this year. Right. Like there's no, like I'm, I'm 34. Right. I I'm on, I'm old. I'm old as fuck. Anyway, but old, but yeah, there's nothing that can prepare you for, reacting to what's going on. There's, this is an absolute change in how you function. But at the end of the day, and again, this is, I I was mostly unaffected by the pandemic as far as my lifestyle, as far as my pay rate, as far as I didn't lose my job. I know a lot of people out there did. I know a lot of these service industry folks that we're friends with that are, that are really grinding it out to, to make ends meet. This is, this is me speaking from a point of, I work for a company that takes care of us regardless of what's going on. So I know that I'm pretty safe in where I'm at and it is tragic, absolutely tragic to see how this was handled, to see who is affected by it and to see that target and Walmart and Amazon and all these other places are, recording their record numbers because people have to go to them. That's fucked yeah. up. It's really fucked up. It is. It is. So, and I think I was going to say, I think that, I think that really loops back into the whole like local thing, because you know, there's a lot of people around here that are being hit. Like people in our family are being hit because you know, they work in the restaurant industry, shit like that. So it's like, yeah, this is where this is, this is where the line is drawn in the sand. Um, like, we really need to be more cognizant of where we spend our money and how we spend our money and where that money is actually going to, because it, it doesn't get better from here. Like the, the, the gaps between the rich and the poor only get deeper. Right. People don't change their daily habits and, and, and focus more on, you know, community growth and stuff like that. You're right. And I don't, I don't want to take away from this conversation, but I do want to pivot to something a little bit more positive that came out of this pandemic. Sure. Um, yes. Let's talk, let's talk about resiliency. Yes. Let's talk about shifting gears. Let's talk about making things happen that would have never happened before. Okay. So I want to get into the, the ability of the local guy, the small guy to adapt and overcome. All right. And this is something that I've taken full advantage of in this uh, situation, let's say. And I want to go to the 
accessibility of beers from afar, right? So I want to keep it beer related. Let's, let's talk about, I can buy equilibrium beer or other half or, uh, Hudson Valley beer and have it delivered to my door in two days. Okay. How impressive is it for a local small company that's not making that much product to deliver something to me in two days? This is something that you need to appreciate because yes, we tip extra. Yes. We're, we're sitting there uh, giving the benefit of the doubt and knowing that our, our local places we can go and pick up, right? We can drive down the street, pick them up, give them an extra, you know, 20% on top of a four pack or an extra couple bucks on top of a, a crowler or growler or whatever. But these guys are out there busting their asses to get shit shipped from Philadelphia, from New York, from Virginia, from wherever else to get it to your door that you could never do before. Right. I have a, I have two separate shipments coming this week from uh, burial in North Carolina and equilibrium in New York that the shipping was under $30 and the shipping to me is like a, almost like a tip in that case, because you can't really tip on shipping beer. Like they don't give you that option in, uh, in Squarespace or whatever they're using to ship the beer. So the shipping you're paying for that to alleviate some of their stress on getting it out to you. Right now, granted burial did a free shipping day. If you ordered over a hundred dollars, so yeah, I did that. I, I made sure that I added a glass for $12 to get over the 100 mark to get it for free. Of course you did. But We all know you did. I, I'm a glassware junkie. You know that, okay? But the thing is, I'm also getting you know four four-packs and a couple of bottles, and I'm really excited about it because not only are they shipping their own beer, but they got beer from True in Colorado, Jake, and they're shipping that to me as well. So I can't go to True's website and order beer from them to have it shipped directly to Pennsylvania. But they sent beer to Burial, and I can buy it from Burial and have it shipped to PA. So that's something that really just proves that these people are out there busting their asses, absolutely finding any way to get their beer to anyone that wants it at any point. And and that's really like, there's no more resiliency than getting your product into the people that into the people's hands that want it. Right. Do you, have you guys, uh, uh, Jake, I know you purchased beer online this year for delivery. I did. I did. Um, um yep. We had, a uh, we had, uh, plenty for prez. Yep. Hashtag. You had a great so weekend with that. Time. And didn't you send me, time. didn't send me one fucking can. You. C-t. I, I, I'm still a little bit weirded out about the whole shipping beer thing. I don't, I don't, I don't feel uncomfortable taking it with me if I go on a trip, but I'm still uneasy about that. I don't know what the, what you could get in trouble for how, you know, they, they would probably just find you or something like that. Uh, if they caught you sending that via mail, but it is illegal. If you send Actually, it you know what? Personal mail. So I'm going to say it. I went and I did the secret Santa thing, right? I read every single legal thing about creating a label before I shipped it out. Not one of them mentioned alcohol. 
Nothing about that transaction mentioned alcohol specifically. Now it said tobacco and it said all the kinds of other stuff like, but I'm not saying that it's legal. I'm just saying that there's something to there's be said a good about area it. there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very so like up me, in the air. I don't, thing. I don't feel the need to, but yeah, I, I, um, I definitely took, uh, took part in, in the, the, uh, online beer ordering this year. Um, and ha- also had somebody ship it to me as well. Um, I had four pack from, from a different place. Um, than Russian River. I think Russian River has probably been doing this for, for quite a bit. So I have been looking around a little bit at some other places, um, some places that Trevor has recommended, like Moxa and um, some of the other places that I've been to down in uh, Los Angeles. A lot of them have been doing shipping within California. I'm not sure that there are a ton of of things available for me, you know, I'm within driving distance of, of some decent places. Right. So like if I, if I really felt like I wanted to drive down to Moxa, it's only about a two hour drive. I could swing down to Monterey as well in like an hour and a half up to Berkeley. And then a little bit up further North, like into, into like uh, Sonoma Napa area where there's a couple of places. Um, but they do, they do offer shipping. Um, and I think that was, Definitely one of the the cooler things. Uh, even some of the places that I've been around here that I'm not I'm not absolutely thrilled with, we're able to pretty quickly set up means of of like getting people the beer as quickly as possible. So like you know you have you know in addition to actually shipping stuff, yeah, I'm talking like very very local. You're, Nick, you're mentioning like shipping out of state stuff like that. I'm not sure exactly how much of that is going on around California, but. As far as getting people the product just in general, um, pretty quickly after everybody was forced to stay home, people were starting to do the, you know, curbside pickup, contactless, all of that stuff. It's just, it's cool to see how, how innovative people can be so quickly when their jobs and their lives are basically on the line. Um, when you're like sort of backed into a corner and you have nothing else to do, but figure it out, um, people can get very creative in those instances and, and they really have to this point. And it's, uh, it's a testament to just uh, people's ability again, to kind of just survive and, and just figure it out. Um, when you, you know, have no real other option at this point because you can't sell a lot of beer on site if any at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. It's definitely encouraging and I think it'll only continue to get better. Right. As people start getting more and more resources, more money, back once people are allowed to start going back into the restaurants and back into the, the tap rooms and stuff like that when you have a little bit more money to play around with you know a lot of it right now is probably just sustaining what they can right uh, keeping as many people on on staff as possible um, making sure that they can pay their bills and things like that but once again you get some some cash that you can kind of play around with you know how do we improve what we've developed to this point and try to get the beer out to as many people as we can um so that'll that'll sort of play out over the next couple of years here as things do really truly get back to normal. But um, it's always cool to see um, people that you know, people that you like, um, making their best efforts to to uh, make sure that you can get their beer and continue supporting them. Yeah, and that's something that uh, I've I've seen even locally. Like I didn't mean to just single out like the out of state shipping. Um, like Cinderlands and 11th hour. And those guys do like same day delivery. East end does same day delivery. Like that, that kind of stuff is 
just mind bending to me because you're you're sending someone out with a truck full of beer to get to your consumers, right? You're talking about making sure that if I order on a Friday afternoon from 11th hour, they're going to have it to me by 6 p.m. Like just because I live close to the brewery, but there's there's a lot of ways to to support these guys, even if it is just picking up or you know drive to the brewery, call them, they come out and they put it in the back seat of your car. Like that's there's a lot of pivoting going on, right? Right. So uh, as we're kind of getting towards the end of the episode here, um, anything else that you guys have that that kind of popped into your head as we were going through this, uh, like the the recap of 2020 anything that we need to talk about i know that we're going to do an in memoriam alex kind of hinted at it earlier uh i wanted to i wanted to do just one one quick category i know that we had sort of discussed potentially doing like an award show type um category thing yeah the one category that i did want to definitely get to um that we can all sort of vote on is um is is um in 2020 the the best uh economy crippling pandemic. And I know that this is going to be a tight race because there are so many options. Um, and you know, we, we don't know really, we didn't really know what to expect coming into the year as far as economic crippling, um, pandemics would go and viruses. But I think the, I'm like, going to throw out, I'm going to throw out a, a name here and, and I'm going to see, you know, I, I'm not sure what you guys have for ideas. Um, I think my first nominee is going to be uh, it's it's COVID nineteen, and um, you know it's kind of a sleeper. Like I'm not sure that many people like really thought about it this year as much as like maybe some of the other uh, economic crippling uh, viruses slash pandemics. So I'm going to throw another one. I'm going to throw another one on the heap there. Uh, not a, a number two two nominee. Um, systemic racism. Yes. <laughs> So, so take your pick. Um, I, I think honestly, they together, they, um, they reared their, their heads and they maximized their joint sleigh this year. They did. Um, yeah. God, uh, I hate you guys so much. Truly. truly, Um, yeah. The, this year was, um, uh, just, just, I, I, I will say, I'm really bummed that everyone keeps using dumpster fire because it was such a great phrase before this year. And now I can't use it anymore, but that's okay. We'll, we'll find better and more creative ways to call something um, a true wreck heap mass. Oh, you mean like a bus full disaster. of orphans being hit by a train? Yeah, that's... Yeah. I think that as we you know, move into the new year. This is probably a good, a good place to, to kind of wrap up. Um, all jokes aside, I hope that everybody is out there staying safe, continuing to combat systemic racism as always and sexism and, and a, a ton of other issues that are facing this country right now. Um, a lot, there are a lot of really good highlights. So, you know, watch some, watch some videos, some, some, you know, actual like year end reviews, uh, from from different you know media outlets and things like that because there were a lot of really positive things that came out of this year sure um, as much as negatives and as much as we want to joke around about everything that happened um, you know there were a lot of uh, a lot of good things that happened um, obviously with with 
the worst pandemic in in our lifetimes and maybe ever in the history of the world. A lot of humans um, stepped up and did what they could this year. Honestly, yeah. that, that's something that we've talked about at length at at points throughout the podcast. Um, you see a lot of GoFundMe pages. You see a lot of uh, charities getting record donations and and stuff like that. That really is part of being human is reaching out to the person next to you, right? Yes. It's the golden rule, right? Love thy neighbor, that kind of thing. And so being that, yeah, the, if we're in a super shitty situation and a lot of places are, are absolutely on their last leg and there's, there's some things that we could have done differently in preparation for something like this that didn't happen and, and, and stuff like that. But there's a lot that really makes you have faith in humanity as well. And I, I hate to say it because obviously Jake, you're making a joke about, you know, coronavirus being the worst thing that happened this year. But right. the, the biggest thing is we are all still here, right? There are still people that are out there loving We're each other kicking. and, and being able to support each other. And, if it means going to your local burger shop instead of a five guys or a McDonald's or a Wendy's or something like that, then that's, that's important. That's, that's a big thing to do. Stepping up and buying beer from your local establishment and supporting the, the new breweries that opened up and the places that closed down. Like we talked about this before the podcast. Um, one of the things that you brought up, Jake, RIP white lightning, Right. One of the mm. one of the in memoriams mm. for this year is full pint. It wasn't even really COVID related. It was wasn't. It? No, they were on their way <laughs> no, out anyway. Which, which but they were it, honestly. I think that they're gonna they're gonna hang their hat on that though. They're gonna say, yeah, we just like we just got decimated by the pandemic, even though they were trending in the wrong direction for a long time. But the thing um, is, lightning, R.I.P. My man's because the one of the one of the better. Uh, one of the better beers uh, in that in that exact block of of Lawrenceville to ever come out of that exact block of Lawrenceville. Uh, White Lightning. Yes, but what I'm saying is they stayed open for an extra like six weeks because people were supporting them. People were showing up and buying the beer. Like they were just going to fade away into nothing when this all started. And, and now they very much are faded away. Into, well, no, they're gone. Yeah, that's that's the thing. They are out, done. But the thing is, they hung around for way longer than they thought they would. They were selling out Crowlers and Growlers. No, I'm sorry. They were selling out Growlers only at the brewery because they had beer to sell. Like, that, that stuff just doesn't happen normally, right? Like, a place goes under and you don't hear about it for six weeks. They stayed open for an extra six weeks because people were supporting them. Like, this is the type of shit that shouldn't happen, right? If you're being supported, why the hell are you closing? That's the biggest issue. But there's places that have closed because of COVID or places that have opened because of COVID. Let's, Let's talk about that. So I want to just rattle off a list of these places that have opened up during a pandemic and have actually gained traction. Because the the community is supporting local. We are doing it, guys. We're winning. This is happening, okay? Uh, One of the ones that always comes up on my news feed is Monday's Brewing. I haven't been there yet. That's on me. 
I get it. I'm going to get there. Mondays is a new brewery in Pittsburgh. They're uh, they're doing to go beers right now. Obviously, they they do have a spot. They have food. They're pushing to get it reopened tomorrow. You know, starting with the January fourth thing. Um, but like, uh, there's Trace Brewing right just open. There's Old Thunder just open for cans. Um. Uh, the uh, there's another one in I think Mount Pleasant area or out somewhere in the South Hills uh, called Truss Brewing. They just opened. Uh, there's there's a ton of new places that that popped up this year that are surviving and they're they're you know transitioning into this pandemic lifestyle, right? And I, I hate to say it like that because it's that like new normal, and I hate that phrase. And there's the you know, Ugh, yeah, it's it's gross. It's gross. Pick your least favorite uh, dumpster fire or the new normal. No, there's one other one that goes in there, and it's the um, 2021. Be better or be good. You know, like that kind of. No, no, stop saying that. Okay, 2020 is uh, 2021 is a year. It has nothing to do with you. Okay, go support local, and it gets better. Okay. But the uh, the overall it's better. <laughs> the, uh, but I mean, but I mean, there are places that have opened up, right? There are things that have happened that have made this world better, and we have to support them. We absolutely have to. Um, Helltown, for example, right? They opened up a place in the Strip District. Um, Insurrection opened up a place in the Strip District. Like there are businesses that are surviving and thriving, right? Uh, Dancing Gnome. For example, we haven't really talked a whole lot about them so far this episode, but or Dancing Gnome has up really. production. Uh, they're they're expanding their. They have two full. They have two full months of uh, of beer canning uh, up on their website right now. So look forward to it. It's a lot of classics. There's a lot of favorites. Right, and that's that's After something Dark to be excited about, back, which is one of my favorites. I'm I just saw that that one was. Uh, I drank that one in February of this year. And I'm looking forward to it coming back this year, right? That's uh, that's the first week of February, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. So look forward to the new series. Uh, the, the stuff, like I just cracked open a every time only once sour from Four Points. I'm just sticking with the Four Points theme on this episode. But... This beer is phenomenal. It is a blood orange, pink guava, passion fruit, milk sugar, vanilla bean, sour ale. That's a lot, but it's tasting phenomenal. Um, Four Points is killing it. You can get it at your local Giant Eagle. You can get it at Creekside Beer. Shout out, Tyler. Uh, You can get it at any of the other spots that they're distributing to. And it's not that much of a markup, honestly. I looked at some of the pricing and maybe a dollar, dollar, two dollars, whatever. But Again, keep buying this shit. Keep supporting local. Keep buying the stuff and getting it shipped to your house. Uh, the Philly, like the West, uh, I'm sorry, the East Coast breweries, the, like all the Philly stuff you can get in PA now is great. You can get Tired Hands, which is one of the best breweries in Pennsylvania. Uh, you can get Levante. There's Tattered Flag. There's all kinds of other, like just name dropping at this point, but th- there's all kinds of stuff that you can reach out and get. If you don't like the beer, Go to the next one. Just keep going down that list. Don't go buy a Blue Moon case. Don't go to your, you know, 
Miller Lights, your your Bud Lights. Go We're find, better than Blue Moon. Yeah, We're better than Blue Moon. Exactly. At this point, you should not be supporting the big guy. You should be supporting the local. And I think that that's really what I want to get across for 2021. Well said. Very well said. So I think now we should probably look into, um, you know, Alex's and, and my own uh, look aheads. Yeah, for, absolutely. For Let's what do 2021 it. Is. We, you know, we can, we can keep it as synced as we'd like. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts, Alex, on what exactly. For me. Yeah. I think for me, I, I, I'm going to take a page out of Nick's book. I like the, the shopping local. I hope to, con- to continue to do that. Um, I really just want to like spend more time with friends that I haven't seen, like just try to connect with people more um, just cause this year has kind of been like all over the place. Um, try to work on myself physically and mentally. Um, cause I feel like once you're caught up in all of the madness that's kind of happening, you like can often forget to like take time to like decompress and like, you know, just like kind of examine your surroundings and, and, and see when you're actually, um, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Um, just, I don't know. Just like, just, just be more present in your own life. Try to focus more on you and, and just try to be safe and keep other people safe and just be, um, just know that like, it's not always about you. And I think that's a big problem in America is like, everyone just thinks it's about them and their own personal rights in heavy air quotes. Like, no, it's like, sometimes it's about the public and keeping the public healthy so that we can all like, move forward as like one, you know, unified body and not just a bunch of like individuals who are trying to, to take advantage of, of a situation, you know? So, um, in terms of like my beer consumption, I guess, um, I, I want to get to, I want to get to some places that I haven't been yet. Um, I would like to go to yellow bridge. That's one that's like always, in like the back of my mind that I haven't been to yet. Um, I'd like to go to Hightower. I think Hightower would be a lot of fun to go. I was actually thinking about this today, Nick. I think we need to do another Butler trip, a safe, uh, socially distanced Butler trip. Um, because I just, I miss being up there. I feel like we've had a lot of good times there. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I'm down for so sure. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking for that. I'm looking, looking forward to that. So I think that's, I think that's about it for me. I know that wasn't, um, the most eloquent of, um, uh, look for looks forward, but, but yeah, I, I just, I, I have hope for this year. Uh, and I'm going to try to stay as positive as I can because that's really all we have right now. Yes. Go ahead, Jake. Let's hear about, let's hear about you. Yeah. So, um, I think sort of, again, following up on really what both of you guys have said, um, supporting local can't say it enough, you know, get it tatted on your forehead. It's, it's always crucial, you know, you shouldn't ever, when given the option, you know, I, I get that we all have tendencies to, you know, I still go to Chipotle every once in a while, or I'll still go to McDonald's or this or that or whatever, but it's just, it's making that effort. It's going, you know, how many times can I support people a week? And again, this isn't the greatest time for anybody to really be out spending a ton of money on, on restaurants or beer and all this stuff. I mean, you know, that kind of gets lost in the shovel here. Obviously we want people to support local players, but only if you can, you know what I mean? Some people are, are pinching pennies just to make it buy and pay rent. So whatever you can, whatever you can support, support, if, if you can't, you know, 
um, take this as a, an opportunity, hopefully to, to, um, you know, get yourself back on track as things do hopefully start to open up this year. Um, for me again, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to, to still be, you know, fully employed and, uh, and I haven't really had my livelihood affected too much. Um, aside from not being able to get out and, and see and do the things that I like to do, um, moving forward into this year, I think that some trips, uh, are on my radar. Um, I can't wait to, the one thing that I'm, I'm looking forward to, and I've been looking forward to it since I left uh, Pittsburgh on December 31st of 2019 is to get back and have a beer with my brothers. It's always on my mind. Uh, as much as I, I like being able to FaceTime you guys, uh, there's nothing quite like getting everybody in a room, sitting down over some good beer and, and enjoying uh, each other's company. I will say there's, um, a, there's a barrel lustra in my fridge for you whenever you're ready. And I can't wait. That's uh, uh, definitely definitely on my radar this year. I think that I'm going to make it happen. However I need to do that, uh, I will make it happen. Um, as far as other trips, I'd like to get down to L.A. one more time um, or, or a couple more times. Honestly, it's a pretty quick trip. Um, we do have some work down there. So I think that I, I will you know, be forced down there at least once or twice. Um, there are some other trips that I think we will be taking potentially to Miami, potentially to New Orleans. So I'm going to have to start putting in some research on what types of places they have there. Um, in addition, Las Vegas. And uh, I've, again, I have some friends in Denver that I'd like to get back and see. And there's always the potential that I could go to Oregon for any reason, for any number of days. Um, and I love Portland. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I don't have anything planned right now. It's hard to really plan around something that has again, crippled pretty much everything that anybody has wanted to do for the last couple of years. So we'll see, you know, where, where the next couple of months take us, you know, I'll probably reevaluate in a couple of months to see what, what are going to be my priorities as far as traveling go. Um, but I think getting back to, to Pittsburgh at some point is, is top of my list right now. And, and that'll be something that I'm, I'm um, hopeful for in 2021. Uh, again, I just want to say, everybody out there, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us again for another year. Um, we look forward to you continuing to do so in, in the new year, and we look forward to hopefully generating some good content. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to come on and uh, and keeping this going here and there when I'm not available and, and don't have all the time in the world. But um, again, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, continue to Get out there, support local, drink beer, and uh, have fun doing it. Very well I, said, Jake. I, Thank I, you. I think I think that's uh, that's a great ending. Yeah. Let's cheers, boys. All Let's right. Well, hey, uh, real quick, just one last thing. One 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 minute wrap up here. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, what we're going to do in the new year as far as the podcast? Uh, do for it. Me, um, merch. Do it. Uh, we're going to continue to Wait. do it. <laughs> Wait, I I want to do like a like a, a really dark inky black like corduroy hat with our our logo on it. Okay, but just the icons. All I think right, that would be fun. Yeah, just something for us. Let's just start with us. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Let's see how easy it is to get it for like just the three or four of us. We could also get it for Trevor. Maybe like five. I don't know what you have to order in order to get all this stuff. I'm sure it costs like crazy amounts to get. Just like one or two. So we'll have to figure out some friends that we want to give it to. 
That sounds great. Yeah, I think I think um, again. I, I just as we continue to get out and and see and and do new things and go to new places, like that. That is really why I think it's cool that we do what we do because we can get so much information out to people. Um, you guys are really on on the pulse when it comes to to places in Pittsburgh, and I'm I'm trying to again continue adding um, some breadth. I think to the topics that we cover and the places that we talk about. Um, and that's, that's going to be my, my, you know, podcast resolution, if you will, All right. to just continue getting out and, uh, and, and drinking as, as much good beer as I can and, and report back when I can. Cool. Uh, yeah. One of the things I want for the podcast this year is to, again, reach out with some more merch. Um, we're going to figure out how to do that. We're going to get at least stickers or something stupid that you can buy from us for 50 cents or something. But mm-hmm. the uh, one of the things that I want to see us get into a little bit more this year is to branch out even locally uh, into more beers, maybe doing some different beers just for the podcast kind of thing. So we'll uh, we'll do some more beer reviews. I, I feel like that's a thing that we need to get back to because we talk a lot about the, the, the beer industry, right? We talk a lot about what's going on and things like that. But I do want to talk a little bit more about what we're drinking, what we're experiencing with the beers that we have. So that's something that I'm going to kind of get back into is buying some more local stuff that's maybe not the stuff that we always go to and mm-hmm. and really kind of stretching out and getting into new things. Because one of the things that I miss, and, and this is just a, a specific example, but uh, Insurrection has some of the best beers that I've had. And I haven't had them in probably six, eight months. And so that's something I want to get back to. So I'm going to try to like branch out to some of the local stuff that I don't necessarily buy all the time. That's, that's my podcast resolution is to get some of the newer or not newer, but some of the different beers that we don't necessarily talk about. Um, quick, uh, quick shout outs to everybody. So fueled by hops is doing awesome stuff. Uh, Hop nation. Thank you so much for having us on last episode. Uh, go check them out. They are a, that was a great, they are a, a blast. We, we had a that great so time with that episode. Uh, so we're going to have them on an episode of the weekly recap at some point uh, through zoom or in person if we can. Uh, but the uh, Jen from hello, Brutiful, Thank you for sharing all of our episodes and all that fun stuff too. Um, first sip brew box again, great local company to support there's an infinite number of other people that have been fantastic to us throughout this process of being a podcast. And I really want to just say thank you to all the listeners. And we really appreciate you guys checking us out every week. We've gotten at least a hundred plays the past few weeks, um, up to 250, 300, you know, like it, it's been definitely picking up. So we're going to keep doing this. This is episode 128, I believe of the weekly recap. This is the yearly recap. Uh, We are going to wrap it up here and raise a glass to you. Thank you guys. And cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far. So why not go and follow us on social media? At the Weekly Recap on Instagram. 
at the weekly recap one on Twitter or email us at the weekly recap one at gmail.com. 